listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we're talking about warmth, especially during cold seasons and how keeping yourself warm in different ways, shapes and forms is going to really help not only keeping your body warm in general, but actually helping like your hormonal health, your uterine health, these areas where we wouldn't normally think about why or how they keep everything warm. Um, I know the kidneys are going to be a big one for me, but I want to start with this whole concept of the feet and the uterus and how they are connected with warmth, because this is something that's newer for me. I mean, I've only known about this for about a year. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just know that you've you've done that. You've been like, oh, I'm going to keep my socks on or I'm going to mm-hmm. do anything like that. So can you kind of tell us just a little bit about that? Yeah, I think a lot of this um, teaching is based in traditional Chinese medicine. And that's who a lot of my teachers that I connected with, like in womb health, especially with vaginal steaming, are trained in as well. So, I mean, it's just a, this simple concept of both the venous supply and the arteries are that go around the uterus and the whole womb space, they are connected and travel all the way down to your feet. So a lot of times the saying will be, I love Chinese medicine because they'll just have these basic straightforward things like cold feet, cold womb. Mm -hmm. And a cold womb space is a major cause for dysfunction for women from infertility to like fibroids, heavy periods, everything, Um, stagnation. It's just the biggest issue that most women have is coldness in the womb. And there's so many treatments you can do. I mean, vaginal steaming, of course, is probably the most accessible and easy, inexpensive way women can do it. Um, I know some practitioners will use like moxa or different things, which is awesome. And, you know, you know, you want to find the right provider. They'll do um, specifically like cupping with moxa kind of like mm-hmm. over the umbilicus, which is really, really cool. Um, my teacher, Lisa Kelly, she teaches some of those classes too. I haven't taken them because I'm like, whoa, that's <laughs> kind of a whole nother level of it. But um, so basically, I mean, just keeping your feet warm, you know, wearing socks, maybe boots, um, slippers in the house, or even um, a warm foot bath, you know, which just feels so good. I know when my feet are warm, I feel good. Oh yeah. Same. Same. I, you know, I never have been a slippers person until, I don't know, a few years ago and I got these super cozy slippers and I just, the bottoms of them are ripping out and I literally ordered myself a new pair Mm -hmm. (laughs) just a few days ago and I'm waiting for them to arrive. Um, but I also am not, I don't love wearing socks to bed and I have a couple nights where, you know, in the North Midwest, really close to Canada. And so um, we've had below temperatures here in January 2022 um, that have, with wind chill and stuff, been close to like negative 40, almost even negative 50 degrees Mm -hmm. with wind chill. And it's astronomical. And you can tell the difference. It's wild when the outside temperature is like negative 13, how my house feels compared to when it's 13 above. And yet, Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes so much sense. I mean, we're talking 26 degrees 
difference, and I'm talking Fahrenheit, so sorry for <laughs> being so American and only knowing Fahrenheit. <laughs> um, but I, so I did wear socks a couple nights. Um, I did take them off in the middle of the night too. Um, but that's not my favorite thing. And an, another where I've heard this is even just in being turned on as a woman is like, mm. if your feet can be warm that it allows you to relax in order to be turned on and like ready, willing, wanting to be intimate, whether that's fully sexually intimate or just being really close, connected, intimate. And my partner even had a, somebody say something to him about like, take care of her feet and then she'll be, <laughs> she'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just think that that's kind of funny and it makes a lot of sense with even, you know, I've been doing foot reflexology for a long time too. Mm-hmm. There's so much yes. there and with aromatherapy too, I do warm foot baths, but you do herbal foot baths. Do you want to? Yeah. I mean, I don't, def- I don't necessarily do them in my practice, but oh, I'll sure, recommend no. it to women. Like mm-hmm. um, let's say they're interested in steaming or maybe they, they have their sauna now at home. Um, or they're going through some fertility treatments and we don't want them to steam during certain parts of their cycle, or maybe they're actively bleeding. Um, and I'll say, let's just do a warm foot bath and then, you know, throw in whatever herbs you want. Sometimes I'll give them like a little bit of like lavender or rose, something, you know, cause I feel like those are such very, um, they're not necessarily warming, but, um, they're just so like safe. <laughs> I feel like lavender right. is just like the safest, most peaceful, or sometimes it's chamomile. I always tend to just have some of that in my room just cause I love it. And I like having it close by. Um, but yeah, just anything, you know, that they love is what I try to tell women. Like, yes, I have certain herbal blends for steaming to address certain concerns, but I also, and I know you're like this crystal too. I just really value women's intuition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have it. And if people are like, yeah, I don't want to go through the work to make a herbal steam concoction or they just have no experience with herbs. Yes. But I never want to make women feel disempowered. Like I need to get them from you or else this isn't going to work right. when they might feel okay using just water. Right. Or, or they, salt, you know, just salt like salt or and water. A, a little bit of vinegar, or maybe they have a, an herbal blend they love or maybe they have certain herbs they have a relationship with um and then you know I'm always there to kind of troubleshoot if it needs more specific but sometimes I'm like maybe I shouldn't be that way maybe you know should be like trying to sell my stuff right because that's what the world tells us (laughs) right you know just being fully honest um but I just I can't be that way yeah um I just can't and I know I trust women to trust their bodies. So, um, but yeah, I love it for that, for especially my, um, regular people that are like fully on board with steaming. Um, like I said, but they're going through some treatments or they're just on their cycle, but they're craving that warmth. Um, it's just awesome. Or, you know, during pregnancy, things like that, where they still maybe want the warmth, but it's, you know, it's very controversial. No, Pregnancy in general, right? Like no one wants to touch a pregnant woman because mm-hmm. they're also scared something's going to happen to them. <laughs> right, right. So well, because then stuff hasn't been researched because of that same right. reason. You know, people like same with essential oils. There's 
X amount that have research behind them. And so it's easy for me to be like these ones, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is what's okay. And just avoid the rest for now. You know, it's just a chunk of your life as Mm -hmm. well as trusting your intuition on it. Mm -hmm. um, And knowing that if you are having like super small doses of something, you get a whiff of something that's not going (laughs) to do anything versus a medicinal dose. Right. You know, you have a cup of tea that's contraindicated is different than having three cups of tea where you're getting more of a medicinal dose of something. Um, You know, but, and just that ties into not just trusting yourself, but trusting the process of life because some things do happen. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a big, it's a big thing. And it's so, yeah, I mean, it's, there's just so much to that with like treating pregnant women and um, what feels safe and what doesn't, but in general, it's like anything. If you're pregnant, you don't want to because we don't know. And no one right. would ever want um, something to happen, like a miscarriage or a pregnancy. Right. But at the same time, you know, I've had teachers that um, they will steam pregnant women if they're comfortable with it. And you can steam for labor prep and it doesn't always instantly put you in labor, you know. Right. So it's it's just interesting, um, that whole world. You know, even in like doing pelvic floor when women are pregnant, doing in will you do internal work won't you um you know some women really need it yeah Um, I mean to be honest with with that world I mean again I would always err on the side of what the patient is comfortable doing I know this is kind of on a tangent but um you know if you're able to have sex why can you do that but not have like someone's finger gently in your vagina to help release tension well and how many times does like a finger be the prelude to sex anyway too. And it's not in a, a gentle muscle releasing holding situation. It's in a stimulating. (laughs) Right. So that's kind of what I come back to. If people are, you know, wondering if they can have that therapy. Um, I always say, well, if you're comfortable, yes. You know, think of it this way. If you're safe to have any other penetration. Yeah. We're not going to induce anything. You're that's not, it's just not how it works, you know. Or some situations, it's that's not safe. Right. The, and you'll know. And your doctor will have right. told you that. Exactly. But that's exactly. kind of a whole other tangent, I guess. Right. Okay. Like keeping okay. warm. So back, okay. to, back to staying warm. Back to it's staying warm. Here. Yes, um, yes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, aside from the feet and the womb and the importance of that, mm-hmm. my big one is keeping our kidneys warm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny because it's one of those things where I didn't even really hear of this until I was well into adulthood as like, like kidney warmers. Those are a thing, you know, you can, and I have one and it's just like this mini shirt basically that goes from your waist up to just under your breasts. And it's just an extra layer. Is it kind of like compressive almost? It's a little bit. Yeah. It's a little bit, um, elastic or, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's like spandexy or whatever. Um, but it's not, it doesn't feel that way. It makes me think of like leggings that are soft, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Reminds me of like anyone in the medical world, like tuba grip, which are these big rolls of compression. It'd be like an ace wrap, only in a tubular shape. Oh, interesting. I don't even, yeah. I mean, we just had like rolls of them in the clinic and they're, they're actually awesome for stuff like that. Like you get yeah. them postpartum and they're, 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 that's what they use to hold the monitors on sometimes. Oh, sure, sure, When sure. you're giving birth, but they're nice postpartum because they, Again, the warmth and a little bit of compression. So like you. that would be, that would all make sense. You could just wear yeah. one of those. 
<laughs> yeah. So keeping your kidneys warm can help keep the rest of your body warm, which is really neat. And then also the kidneys like being warm so that the rest of your energy can flow. Mm. So when you're birthing too, it's funny how this whole episode is just like leading to like pregnancy and birth, but um, <laughs> it's not, this is for everybody. Um, <clears throat> your kidney meridian gets depleted. And so now you're in a cold state. So mm. you lose all the blood chi and then you also have that meridian get depleted. And so you need to be doing warming things because now you're in a cold state. And so you want to warm back up. So for anybody everywhere, you can keep keeping your kidneys warm as a priority. And that can be by, you know, it's funny because I was... I just got these two cute little crop tops that show me Valley that I love so much. And so I'll wear a sweater over it, but I can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Like they just barely cover my kidneys, you know? And so I, I can tell the difference in my overall warmth when I wear that, even though I have a sweater over it. And so, you know, doing things to actually like keep those warm in that way. And then of course having warming beverages, mm -hmm. um, warming teas are great, not only for something like just keeping our whole bodies or our kidneys warm, but for our digestion, mm -hmm. you want your digestive fires to be alive and working properly so that you can metastasize, <laughs> metabolize mm -hmm. all of your food, um, and get all the nutrients from it. And when your digestive fires are low or too cold, that can't happen as well. And some of those general body warming herbs like ginger mm -hmm. is going to also help your digestion and just warm your whole body. And ginger is one of my favorites. I know it's one of yours too. Mm -hmm. How about cinnamon? Do you feel like that? Oh yeah. I love cinnamon. I like, I've, I've been putting cinnamon in like my morning coffee and stuff. And I really like that too. Just get that little bit of extra warming. Um, it was in, I was thinking when you were talking about the kidney stuff too, um, cause I've learned that from you and I, you know, the style now is a lot more of like a boxy crop shirt and I have some that, you know, they're not like crop showing my stomach, but they're not long. And I feel the same way. Like I felt, I feel cold. So I've been more recently wearing like a tank layer underneath, which has been my, my style since I was a little girl, I always wanted to wear like a tank top or an undershirt, um, and it makes such a huge difference of staying warm to have that extra layer close to the body. Right. Um, or a t-shirt tucked in versus my t-shirts that are maybe right at waist length that don't tuck in. And mm -hmm. same thing, even if you have a sweater on, that how much warmer you are. So that's interesting. I never made the connection with kidney warmth until I learned that from you. But after I heard that, I'm like, oh, yeah. And I think of, you know, I see young girls out now because crop tops are in style. I saw someone yesterday and it was so cold last yeah. night. And she had on like jeans and a crop top, tank top, and then her jacket over the top. And I was like, oh, my God. I used to do that. That was totally me. Yeah. <laughs> like, or now, I, again, I could do that, but I would have my sweater on top of it. <laughs> um, so another thing that you're reminding me of, though, is what, another thing with the kidneys is the kidneys rule the emotion of fear. And so especially if you're somebody who feels anxious and or struggles with that, this is something you can do more year round also is just paying attention to your kidneys and breathing into your kidneys and keeping them warm in general because it's going to be supportive of all of that. And then also on the bottom of your feet, 
you have mm-hmm. your kidney one meridian point, which is connecting you to the earth and also making that connection of the warmth and it being able to flow through from your feet all the way to your head. Mm. So I love that. Cool. And then with cinnamon, a bonus to the cinnamon is it helps regulate your blood sugar levels. Mm. So especially if you're somebody who craves sweets or does any of that, as long as you don't have, um, there are, and if you're just using it as a spice to your coffee or baking or anything, this doesn't apply, but medicinal doses of it, you definitely would want to check medication lists Mm because it does have contraindications for certain medications. Um, Mm. So... Yeah. How about even, I was thinking something like turmeric. Oh yeah. Like that's a common one. I see that being used a lot more for inflammatory conditions too. Mm -hmm. Um, like curcumin, I think is how you pronounce it. Like it must be like the specific type or derivative of it. Well, it's the chemical compound that's in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, those are some nice, do you have any other warming herbs that you like or things that you? Well, uh, sure. (laughs) First of all, um, I I wanted to quick say about cinnamon essential oil, like that's not safe around pets or little children. Um, So if you're in that zone, don't go like diffusing that or putting it on people or any of that type of stuff unless it's in um, already a kids approved Mm. blend and it would have to be kids approved by, you know, a company that actually is diluting everything because there could be like one drop of cinnamon to this huge batch that has all these super kids safe oils. And then that would be diluted enough mm-hmm. where it would be safe. Cause now in one bottle, you don't even have one drop of it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but as an adult, that's something to, you know, you never want to put that on straight. It will burn you. It is very hot. Um, but if you were to dilute it, it would be one you could put on, the bottoms of your feet, you Mm. know, you could just put like a drop of it in a tablespoon of carrier oil and rub that on your feet and it'll warm your feet. Um, so if you're not one to want to put your feet in hot water or you want to bring that warmth in, there's also ginger essential oil and neither of those are safe during pregnancy in this type of application either. So this is again, like healthy adult type situation but you know you can bring that warmth in that way you could also you know rub it on your belly Mm, mm -hmm. um and the ginger will help with any sort of digestion stuff too um and then for other warming things this is not a warming herb but it's one that i talked about to my vip inner circle ladies on the pleasure fairy app recently is licorice and it's because it's an adaptogen Mm. and so adaptogens are herbs that help us adapt which means it helps us completely respond to stress and it soothes our nervous system in such a beautiful way and licorice helps that so much and it's sweet and it's antiviral so it's great this time of year kids generally like it of course you're giving them a much smaller dose, you know, like a smaller mug and, you Mm -hmm. know, put just a few little specks of the root in a t-ball versus you don't even really need to fill half the t-ball anyway. Um, But you just could put a couple of those in there. And they just help our kidneys, those types of adaptogens, because you're fine tuning your nervous system that way. And 
it's, you know, it's warm tea and it's not a cooling herb either. So you are still staying like neutral, Mm -hmm. Um, but you have that adaptogenic feature to it. And it is nice this time of year because it's antiviral as well. Mm -hmm. So, but if you don't like the taste of licorice, you may not like it. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, that sounds good. I, that makes me think of just eating warm foods, even oh, this time of year. My just, goodness. <laughs> you know, I mean, I do like salads, but I mean, I can tell, and just knowing what I know now, I just, I don't eat them in the winter. Like maybe I'll have a small one if I'm eating some pasta or something warm, but yeah, just that craving for warm food, like it's there for a reason. And that ties right into like Ayurvedic mm-hmm. components too. So when you are in, you know, it, fall is normally more vata where winter starts to get to be more kapha because mm-hmm. it has the wetness of the snow. So mm-hmm. it's cold and wet instead of cold and dry. Um, and then kapha is that kind of lethargic. So it can lead to like depression. And so you think of seasonal depression and mm-hmm. that type of stuff. Um, so a kapha person, a person who has a disposition that's more kapha um, and then also being in kapha season would want to stick to having more of that stimulation with something like ginger and some other spices, even like cumin. You think of Indian food, Mm -hmm. you know, cumin with some turmeric, coriander, all of that stuff's really warm um, because it's going to ignite that digestive fire and help with that stagnation. Um, Where a kapha person could still... And this is just from my own personal experience, not from like being an Ayurvedic doctor or anything. Um, get away with eating some salads during this time mm. because they need that lightness. Mm. Where a vata person like myself, that just makes me feel crazy. It makes me feel cold. It might make me feel even more um, flighty or anxious or all spread out. Um I could eat a salad (laughs) and have it be fine, especially like you're saying with having some soup or, Mm -hmm. you know, something that's more warming. Um, But root vegetables are great because they bring us in connection to the earth. But Mm -hmm. again, then for like a kapha person, they are that earth energy. It's that earth water. So um, actually for them, it is like bringing into that spice as long as it's not too spicy that it's upsetting their digestion. Mm-hmm. as well so but that is it's that season it's the season of living off the harvest so you are you know utilizing all of the beets and the carrots and mm-hmm. stuff that you harvested at the end of harvest and you're putting that in soups stews you know that type of stuff mm-hmm. and you think of that I mean that's why people are drawn to comfort food mm-hmm. during this time like you yes you have the holidays that make people get mm-hmm. nostalgic and want all of that and anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's it's cool to just let your like trust your intuition around it too because I I find myself um you know in the winter I'm just like really craving making like some homemade hot chocolate and mm-hmm. you know adding some cinnamon and stuff and I just it just like the sweetness hits the spot and like the warmth and the richness of it um I just love it so much but I have no desire to have it in the summer right just like I feel like making kombucha and like drinking that in the winter it's just like no that's just not gonna be a thing for me like mine starts to overgrow and yeah get like a whole hotel of them in the dry um so I think it's cool and I think it's just neat to let ourselves notice 
like just like go inside and feel those natural rhythms of what we want. Even just energetically, I was sharing with Crystal and my husband. I was like, wow, I just feel, you know, it's January. It's cold. I feel kind of blah a little bit. I'm like, well, yeah, we're not supposed to be doing anything. Like it's cold. We're supposed to be like curled up warm. (laughs) Right. So don't feel like you need to be expending a lot of energy. And you know, most people are feeling pretty depleted after the holidays of like, go, go, go and being out and doing things. So if you're feeling like you want to cocoon up, that's okay. Yeah. You can do that. I mean, if you need to get done what you need to get done, but at least don't let yourself feel bad about showing up that way in the world right now because I think in in our part of the country where we're at that's normal and I think the more we deny that it just separates us more from who we really are and like everything we talked about in the other episodes of like the arrows and just our true animalistic nature which makes us feel alive right that's exactly what I was going to say (laughs) listening to you was being in connection with our natural rhythms is going to activate our aliveness mm-hmm. and our connection. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. All right. So everybody out there, stay warm. Yes. <laughs> warm yourselves. Keep your feet warm. <laughs> and um, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you can go ahead and uh, re-listen to this when <laughs> it's our summertime here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, apply all the things and all of that stuff. So... Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, a reminder to check out the Pleasure Fairy app and you can find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings to tell us anything else you want to hear about or any sort of takeaways because that's how you make this your own. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you can find me at wellnesswithkatie.com or on Instagram at katie underscore Bradshaw PT. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you.